With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Football is in full swing. Like golf, but way better. And the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now, because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's right, you bet they cover with risk-free Sunday betting. This weekend, Denver is taking on Hotlanta in a clash of two high-flying offenses. (laughs) I can't even say it. So get in on all the action now. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds, boosts, every Sunday to help you make it rain. DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code RAINBOW when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right, you bet, and they cover up to $100 when you use the promo code RAINBOW during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older, Colorado only, risk-free coverage paid out in-site credits. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Oh yeah, shit. Let me get that ready. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay, we're doing it. We're doing the That's Good Sports podcast with guest Brent Tobler today. Did I say that right? Is that correct? Yeah, it was close enough. Tobler, Tobler. 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 Uh, Joining us, big Broncos (laughs) fan, great stand-up comedian. We've got a lot to talk about today. Um, First, though, this episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. So use code DNVR, no wait, code, let's change. Use code RAINBOW, (laughs) RAINBOW when you sign up uh, to get their can't miss offers. Elway, test positive for COVID. Colin Cowherd, shits on Drew Locke. Uh, Jake Butt goes to IR and Broncos, Falcons coming up next. Maybe we'll talk about all of those things. That's a lot to, to say to start a show. But Brant, thanks for, for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Now, are you in Denver or Wyoming? I am in Denver. Okay. In my basement, hiding out. Nice. That's a- <laughs> what, what were you up to last night, Brant? I know like every, every comedian I know was part of some kind of live election podcast. Yeah, I, I was not. Uh, honestly, I don't really – I could – I'm not a big politics guy. I'm more of a sports guy, so I was uh, – 
wishing that there was something on DraftKings I could bet. I was looking around <laughs> for something Company to bet, man. but I, uh, I just, I don't really care about politics. So I, uh, I mean, I watched and I had it on because uh, I was curious who's going to win, but I, I, I was not invited to do any live uh, podcast because I would just mess them up. <laughs> that didn't stop us from starting our own podcast nope. so yeah well you know. this is this is what people want people want sports no one cares what i think about politics well actually no one cares what i think about sports either but we're gonna do it today <laughs> yeah with we're, the, we're gonna care slightly more yeah. yeah and the the consequences when you're wrong about sports are uh aren't as uh, significant like you can yeah, you can say the the most off crazy shit about sports and a week later you'll be just right where you were <laughs> before <laughs> yeah. saying dumb shit maybe that's true for politics too i don't know but where <laughs> probably before we get too deep into whatever we're going to talk about tell people where they can find your work or if you've got like i know right now like for comedians it's kind of shitty because so much of like tour dates and different things have been canceled but if people can find or check out your work where do they do that yeah, you can, uh, if you, <laughs> I'm doing shows this weekend in the middle of Wyoming. Uh, oh, nice. So I, won't, I won't even bother plugging that because I don't think, uh, I don't even know where I'm going. But since Colorado is <laughs> pretty much shut down, I'm going to the middle of Wyoming. But you can uh, follow me, just Brant Tobler everywhere, B-R-A-N-D-T-T-O-B-L-E-R on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I got a book called Free Roll that's available everywhere. And I do a weekly podcast uh, called Craigslist Chaos where I just get on Craigslist and I uh, put call me in the search bar and anybody dumb enough to put their phone number on Craigslist, I call them and uh, mess with them for as long as they'll take it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Have you, yeah. have you had some good interactions there? Oh, I've had crazy. I'm on episode <laughs> like 95. And it's, oh, wow. What's great about it is I just, you never know. Uh, I just never know what's going to happen. So I try to get jobs or I try to buy stuff or I, try to join the Illuminati or there's hookers and massage parlor. I mean, just, you just never know. So I've, I've had to be careful. I, I don't do anything in Denver anymore because I made the mistake. Somehow my, I got a, a backup phone to do the show, but now my number's on the internet. So I, uh, I'll call anywhere but around Denver because too many people are threatening to come kill me. And my girlfriend <laughs> was getting a little upset with Craigslist chaos. So, but it's pretty cool. Like I'll just like Broncos are playing Falcons this week. I'll just go to, go to Atlanta and put call me in the search bar. And, uh, like I said, it's it, it, what I enjoy about it is I never know what's going to happen. And, right. um, and you guys know how hard it is to get guests and get people to commit. So anytime I'm feeling like lazy or something, the beauty of Craigslist is it's always there. So I'll just come downstairs and hop on and, uh, just see where it takes me so it's pretty fun that's awesome um so we got well, this is the first time we've ever talked uh but we got connected through a, a mutual contact in uh lance and yeah. <laughs> uh how how do you know lance because i worked with lance in la when i was editing a, a show on youtube and he was in the the writer's room. I don't know exactly what he did for Ray. He just seemed to show up for breakfast a lot and and hang out. Uh, but when I moved back to Denver, he's like, you should get in touch with Brent. And we connected like a couple of years ago and then followed each other. And I've seen yeah. you on social media, but I've never actually, you know, got to talk to you yet. You know, I became friends with Lance in Vegas. And then we okay. moved to LA together. And uh, Lance is one of those guys like, he's a social media genius. He built my website, my first website, but 
it's so funny. You're like, I don't really know what Lance does because so many <laughs> people ask me what Lance does, but I just know Lance, he, I've seen people talk about him like when he, when they don't know that I know Lance, like one time Trevor Noah was doing like this before he got the daily show, he was doing this big gig in LA for like all the industry. And he was so, and, and Lance like went to the bathroom and I was standing there and he didn't know I came with Lance. And he was like, that's, that's Lance. That's, that's the guy. That's the guy that can like change your life. And I was like, so it's crazy. Cause I don't really know what Lance does, but I know he's like the king of YouTube that he can, if he, uh, cause I begged him to do it for me. Obviously he hasn't, but he can, uh, <laughs> he can change your life pretty fast on, on YouTube. But, uh, and he's yeah, just, he's, he knows like uh, how to optimize a bunch of shit. I was only joking on, you know, not knowing exactly what he did. I didn't know at the time, but I talked oh, to him know? and I think. I still don't really know. <laughs> yeah, he tried to help me with some stuff and I did it for a while. And then I was like, this is too much work for me. I'll just keep, I'll just keep doing the dick jokes as strong as I can in every episode and hope that works. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It, he has he just has this kind of underground thing where everybody at least in the comedy world comedians know him because he really I mean Gabe would have blown up by himself and Trevor and you know I know he worked with Gaffigan and some guys but he uh I think if you got the ball rolling he's a good guy to really give it a push down the hill to really get you into next level so he uh he's a good guy to know and he's just a good dude yeah I think he was when he was doing some stuff with Trevor Noah he was asking if I wanted to edit some of the videos and I was like, yeah, but do you think, how about we try to have Trevor promote my uh, sports show too? He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I don't know if we can do that. Let's just see if Trevor wants to promote what I'm doing first, Lance. Yeah, he, uh, he'll, he'll call me and tell me how great Trevor is. I was like, that's great. Can I get him on my podcast? And he'll be like, you know what? He's, he's a good dude. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got professional boundaries I've got to respect. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm a- I'd have asked a little too much, but yeah, maybe we're the same like that. Whatever I, happened to that Ray dude? You ever talked to him? To Ray William Johnson? Uh, I don't. I haven't talked to him for a long time. Uh, he's still. I think he's like uh, working on new videos and different things. I'm sure he's doing well because he was doing so well back in the day. I can't imagine he's worried about too much right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're you're from Wyoming. But yeah. you did you grow up in Denver or when did no, you come like, to Denver? I grew up in Cheyenne. Okay. And so, you were uh, a Broncos yeah. fan based on proximity? Yeah, just diehard Broncos fan from uh, just that's how most people in Cheyenne are. You know, you're either a Broncos fan or you're one of those annoying dickheads that just root for the Raiders <laughs> to, just because they don't want to be Bronco fans. So, no, I, uh, you know, I, I was a Bronco fan from the very beginning of – because back then the – the players would come up to, to Cheyenne. So like Elway would come to this golf tournament. Like I have John Elway's golf ball. He gave me when I was like 12 oh, nice. and like uh, <laughs> the Amigos would come to this department store and sign autographs and stuff. So we, it was just, I don't know what it was. Cause my stepdad was actually a Redskins fan, but I was just, uh, we, we were just all Bronco fans in my neighborhood. So it was easy. Yeah. I think we got to bleep out that word now. Oh yeah, yeah that's sorry. that's actually the one word you can't say on the <laughs> yeah. show. The one word yeah, we I'm will sorry. not allow be, to be said. I meant the uh, Washington football. Well, back then they were that, that's what they were. But no. Yeah, I, I totally forgot. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Uh, all right, so did you see any of the the Colin Cowherd Drew Lock criticisms? Yeah. 
He's the worst. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> he's the absolute worst. You know, I, I refuse to watch him, but I still get stuck seeing all that because of Twitter. Yeah. If I would just get rid of Twitter, I'd never have to hear him. But no, I, I've hated him for a long time. So it's just, it's just what he does. I mean, he's just so annoying. Yeah, I got to figure out how to be like better at doing that because that's where all the money is. <laughs> no, it's weird. That, but I think I think you're on the right track because I'm a big Levitard guy. Like I listen to Levitard oh, yeah. every day. And he, I think you're more that style where you're funny. You still talk sports, but you're funny and you're, but I just hate, I mean, he, when you're just saying stuff, I don't know, I guess some people are into it, but to me, I can't really deal with Keller because once I see it, I'm like, all right, you're just, this is just bait. I'm not yeah. taking this bait. I took it when I was younger and I would argue with him on Twitter or something, but now I'm just like, you're, <laughs> here we go again. You're an idiot. Is it not worth me getting angry about? Yeah. Um, what did you what did you think of Drew Locke's last game? Where where are you on uh, on Drew Locke and trying to figure and him I, out? Uh, first of all, I'm an idiot. I have this. So I I mean, I'm the biggest Bronco fan, and I get so mad at him. And I'm learning my lesson because I've had luck. So I always bet on the Broncos like a true homer. And then when they play like shit, then I go to Twitter and I'm mad at them, and I post how mad I am, which in my stupid gambling head makes them. Sometimes I think the Broncos go, oh, really, Brent? You're talking shit? Watch this. <laughs> but then I have all these awful takes that are stuck on Twitter that I guess I could just delete. But I was uh, – I like Drew, but those first – like the first three quarters I was like – and I don't know if it was Drew or the play call, but I was like, this – I mean, this is just torture to watch. And then, of course, it came around. But I think he's good. I mean, I think he's he's better than what we've had, you know, I, I like him better than the, the past four quarterbacks he tried to bring in, but yeah. I don't should know. should he be allowed to dance? Yeah, I don't mind the dance. Go ahead, <laughs> as long as as long as we're winning. I'm not a big dancer. Like I, when he pointed at the guy on that touchdown, the Chiefs game, I was like, that might bite you in the ass. Yeah, it's like, it, ooh, I don't know if we're winning this game. <laughs> yeah, but I don't mind that. I mean, I, he could dance all he wants, but. <laughs> I'm a guy. I can't dance, so I, I, I uh, I'm jealous. I'm, I'm like, man, this is that's a white boy with some swag right there that I don't have. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's where Cowherd is coming from. Maybe, no one's seen him dance or try to dance, so maybe he's really that bad of a dancer. And there's just a little bit of like impotent rage coming out. Yeah, he. I, I mean, it's just of all things going on, like even to talk. Why? Who cares if he dances? It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's like he he missed the. The real story was there. That was there was this amazing fourth quarter performance by a young QB that he was high on earlier. Right. And instead of talking about how right he still is about Drew Locke and just give him some more time because he just played one of the best quarters of football we've seen, at least as Broncos fans from a QB in probably fucking years. He goes, ah, let me let me get in on him about dancing for twenty minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's or 10 it, minutes or however long. It would have been more on brand just to be like, I told you so. I told you he was good. But right. he, he just says so much shit he forgets. Yeah. He could have played that card of like, I was right. I told you guys I was right. But instead he's like, well, he, it's just, I mean, I don't want to sound like an old man, but like sports <laughs> talk radio is just so, it's just what it is. You just, yeah. I was listening today and they were talking about, uh, the, the, they were arguing with Kurt Schilling that uh, – God, I can't remember the guy's name. That It's just like the most shitty baseball player. He was trying to argue was better than Babe Ruth. And I was like, you're just doing – like, this is the dumbest shit. So, 
Yeah, because we, we, we've all had the, the time to watch all of Babe Ruth's games, too, to really yeah. sort of... Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could remember the guy, but the guy was just like a routine, like just a regular... I'm not even an all-star. I was like, what? what is he talking about there? But I guess he kept me listening because I was so mad that he said it. I mean, I'm, I guess you're right. There's a strategy to it, but it is just torture yeah. sometimes. People like to hate, watch, or listen to things. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> that's, the, that's politics, baby. I mean, I've watched yeah. so much Patriots football over the years. You would think I was a Patriots <laughs> fan, but I'm just waiting for something bad to happen. And it finally has, but now yeah. Brady's gone, and now I hate watch the Buccaneers. It just shifted. Yeah. Yeah, the Patriots. It's finally here. We waited long enough. It feels like it should be more satisfying, though, doesn't it? Yeah. The demise of the Patriots. We were just a little better. We just have so much in-house we got to worry about, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Including COVID. I'm like, these Chargers are going to be good. Well, maybe not, but they look like they were going to be good before this week. And the Chiefs, of course, are going to be a nightmare. I I get weekly text messages from my Chiefs fans that I probably deserve from texting them the last 10 years, but it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I lived in – I was in Wichita for six years, and that's where I, I grew to really hate the Chiefs. And the Broncos were good at that time, but I remember, like, if the Broncos lost to the Chiefs, I didn't want to go to school the next day. It was yeah. the worst feeling. It's just having to – every class, some other asshole, just digging it in. Fortunately, the Broncos won the Super Bowl, and now some of those friends that I still have are starting to talk shit to me on Twitter because yeah. the Chiefs are good again. <laughs> Just a, a bad cycle. Uh, I I was surprised to see Elway get get COVID. I mean, he is the king of Colorado. I didn't think he could be yeah. affected by it. You know what's funny is he so. Earlier in the pandemic, probably two months ago, he and I'm the biggest Elway fan ever. I met him probably three times and I never got a picture with him. So uh, we got early notice that he was coming to a show to comedy works. So I was like, Oh shit, here come. I mean, John Elway is going to be in the audience. So he came and then we did the show and then he came back afterwards and you hear all these crazy Elway drinking stories and stuff. And I was like, man, I just want to have some beers with Elway, but it was during the lockdown. So all the bars were shut down at 10, but he, we got to take a picture with him and he, he was just brief and said, what's up. But then, of course, I post a picture on Twitter and stupid Twitter. Everyone's because we didn't take our pictures with our masks on because I don't want a picture with John with his <laughs> mask on. And then all these Bronco fans just blasted me on Twitter. Like, oh, wow. Really blasted Elway and tagged like KOA and stuff. And it's like, look at John Elway out here being irresponsible. And I was like, and at the time, I was like, he's Elway. He, he can't get COVID. He's, he's, he's John great. Elway. He's John Elway. He can't get it in Colorado. Maybe it'd be crossed the border or something. But. Yeah, to, to see that, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, it's crazy. So confirmed, you're not, you're not the one that gave him COVID. No, I, I okay. am not. That's I why we had you on, really. I yeah. would have kissed him on the mouth if he'd have let me, but he stayed <laughs> pretty far away. <laughs> there were rumors swirling around. Oh, yeah, no, hey, that's, any press is good press. I'll take it. Spread that fast. Comedian what, friend. What, yeah. What's it like having him in the audience doing a set? Yeah. Do you find yourself just kind of like – glancing over make sure he's laughing having a good time yeah you know luckily they put him back in a booth because they didn't want anybody to know he was there so i couldn't see him so i knew the direction where he was sitting but i've Mm -hmm. had i did a show in seattle one time and russell wilson came with a couple of the players and his mom and they brought him in right before the show (laughs) and so everybody saw him he got like a standing ovation just walking in then he (laughs) sat dead center 
like so I could just look down and see him, which sucked because then I would tell a joke and Russ is cool and he'd laugh and everything. But then I could feel the whole crowd watching to see if Russ thought it was funny or even worse, watching to see if Russ's mom thought it was funny. So I was glad OA was tucked in the back. But uh, it's funny because I pandered too. I wore my – I have a, a Broncos Packers Super Bowl shirt, like this cool vintage shirt that I wore to the on stage that night. And everyone's like, oh, you wore that shirt? I was like, yeah, he's like my hero. And it's probably the best night of his life. So I'm going to – if someone met me and they had a shirt with my best night on it, I, I would want to be their friend. So I, uh, that was my, my brilliant idea. I thought me and John would be pickleball partners, but uh, he, he could care less about me. He took a quick picture and said I was funny and got out. But it was still – it was still cool. <laughs> would, like, I know one of your, your stories – like, I don't want to give – any of your, your, your jokes away, but you have a story about Joshua Jackson sleeping with your girlfriend, right? <laughs> yeah. Would you I have did. minded if it were John Elway? No, absolutely not. See? It was just the wrong, the wrong <laughs> yeah, celebrity. The wrong Jay. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of, I mean, it's, there's plenty of guys on the list. I, I still have this conversation with my girlfriend now, like, oh yeah, he's, you're good. I wouldn't blame <laughs> you. And honestly, Josh Jackson, at the time, or any time, actually, I, I wouldn't blame uh, my girlfriend at the time. She lived in Laramie, Wyoming, and uh, he was like the star of Dawson's Creek, and I was nobody in Las Vegas. So, And like I say on stage, I cheated on her with like an Arby's cashier, so I, I kind of – I deserved it. I don't blame her for, uh, for hooking up with Joshua Jackson. But John Elway I would have been a little more proud of. Yeah. Well, I mean, that yeah. whole show on Showtime, The Affair right. with Joshua was Jackson, that was just about what happened to you, right? Yeah. Was yeah. Well, he just it. preparing for the role? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a method actor. He had to come he uh, the character. Come have a threesome in Laramie, Wyoming to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always funny to me when I watch Ocean's Eleven and they have like this new class of like young celebrities and like who, like you expect to be big in a few years, and it's like Joshua Jackson. Yeah, he was. Well, <laughs> I need him to get bigger again so I could tell that joke, because I still, I still like to tell that story. But now people are like, "Who's Joshua Jackson?" I need, a, <laughs> I need his career to, or I need someone. Well, I shouldn't say that now. I was gonna say I need someone famous to bang my girlfriend now, but actually, I'll, I'll I can write my own material. I don't need that material. <laughs> yeah, who's who's the modern day equivalent? Of Joshua that you Jackson. can set up with Ooh. your girlfriend. I don't even know, man, because I don't know if there's even shows like that anymore, yeah. like network TV. <clears throat> oh no, no, no! I got one for you. You got one? Riverdale. One of the one of the Sprouse kids from Riverdale. <laughs> I think that's the one. All right. That's like the only equivalent to Dawson's Creek I can think of. Hey, if you want to bet on who's going to be the next person to bed Brant's girlfriend, why don't you do it with DraftKings, America's <laughs> top-rated sportsbook app? The season is in full swing, guys, and action is still unfolding. So head over to DraftKings Sportsbook. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the yet, if you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's right, you bet they cover with risk-free Sunday betting. This weekend, Denver is taking on Atlanta in a clash of two high-flying offenses. Well, one and a half. So get in on all the action now. 
let's see here. On top of these great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Let me tell you, let me ask you guys something. I love DraftKings. I do love the odds boost, but I think I'm – this is what I'm really doing. Every week I take, like, part of my money and I put it in DraftKings and I lose my ass. But then I take the other part of my money and I go on Robinhood and buy DraftKings stock. So I don't know if it's, if it's evening out, but that is what I do. And my girlfriend's like, cause during the pandemic, I was, I was just buying up a bunch of stock. Cause I was like, I was buying DraftKings every day. And my girlfriend's like, you're going to lose all your money in the stock market. I'm like, they're letting us like gamble on addiction. What you're telling, I go, okay, yeah. about the pandemic and stuff. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're not going to cure addiction. So I jammed all my money into DraftKings and stayed away from gambling because I suck at gambling, but then, you know, like ad reads like that, they just get me excited. Yeah. I got to go put in rainbow with a new email and get the new update. There you go. Finishing. Put in the code rainbow when you sign up with this can't miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring all your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right. You bet they cover up to 100 when you use code rainbow. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, risk-free coverage, paid out in-site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You used to place sports bets for professional yes. gamblers, right? Yeah, I had the – well, I, I had the probably the best job in the world. Honestly, I was a runner in Vegas, so I worked for – some of the biggest professional gamblers. So my job, I would just carry hundreds of thousands of dollars and run up and down the strip and bet on uh, sports. It's a pretty sweet job. Yeah, that's crazy. So like, how, is that a long day? Like how many bets are you trying to, to you know, get it's, placed? Well, it's all, so back then it's, it's a dying, it's a dead business now. Cause whenever I do a podcast or something, every 24 year old listening will send me an email and go, Hey, how do I get that job? How do I go? <laughs> it doesn't, but back then, um, the casinos were all independent, so you would, you'd run around. So my schedule okay. would be, we would go, it was great, because we'd, we'd play lunchtime hoops. That's how I got the job. I was playing at this gym with the dudes, and then they eventually just gave me a job. So we would go, you go every day, you go hoop, and then you go to lunch, and then you'd go bet. Because games start about at four in Vegas, so you'd go to the strip and I'd work from like three to seven. And then on college football and pro football Saturdays, I would bet, you know, I'd have to be down there from eight. I'd go from eight to like seven. So Saturday, Sundays were the long days. Now pro football wasn't that bad because we'd bet before the game and then the games would kick off. And then I'd usually just sit and play poker till the first halftime came and then we'd run around and do the halftimes. So pro was more just pre pre-game bets and then halftime whereas college you know college runs all day college was my long long day when it it'd be eight to eight just running up and down the strip yeah that's crazy it was crazy it was it was the coolest job as a huge sports fan it you know it was only the only bad part is that at that point I also became a bookie for a little bit and that's the only time I ever lost my allegiance to the Broncos a little bit because I was a bookie and I would book uh people back home or all my clients so every week I needed Wyoming Cowboys and the Broncos to lose <laughs> to the point where it made me, where I finally stopped being a bookie. I was like, I, I, cause I hated it. Cause I would, what would happen is my friends would all bet against the Broncos. So then I'd have to root against the Broncos. And then my friends 
when it was time to pay up, never had the money. So I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm busting my friends. I don't even get a root for my favorite team. So then I, I retired from the bookie business. But uh, yeah, that was the only, my only complaint back then is when you, when we were gambling so much, I lost any allegiance to any teams. I just, uh, I just rooted for money and hate, hate rooted. What we talked about earlier, there was a couple people I just will always hate <laughs> for for plays they made in third quarters in 2006. Oh, right. Cost me money. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got plenty of guys um on our hate list and I feel like 90% of them now are on the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, you say that's accurate, Brandon? Yeah. It's uh filling up Kansas City. I've got Tampa in there now. Um I start to get angry at guys that I like that just won't play well. (laughs) So like Daniel Jones, like I want to see that guy succeed. And the Giants had such a great opportunity to beat the Buccaneers. And he just, he's played all right. And then would do something stupid and then play all right. And by the end of the game, I was more pissed off at Daniel Jones and I wasn't like Tom Brady. (laughs) So it's, it's weird now. It's the guys that I root for who don't fit. Cause like Will and I did like Daniel Jones as being an underrated player heading into the season. So when their, their performance doesn't match our predictions, yeah. I take that as a, a personal offense. Yeah. You wanted your, told your, your, I told you so moment. Exactly. I get it. I argue with people all the time and think I'm smart and tell them I'll, people are going to be good. And then they suck. And I'm like, yeah, that's not my fault. That's, <clears throat> they, they suck. <laughs> yeah. I, well, that's, I, that's when you pull a cowherd and just reverse your take. Yeah. yeah you're right. <laughs> no one's going to, no one's going to go up and dig up old tweets. No. That never happens to Canadians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should just delete – every tweet should just be on 24 hours. Just I, yeah. Probably a good idea. Whatever it is, just get it. I don't want to get – luckily, I'm, I've never gotten big enough to get canceled. So, Because I definitely could have got canceled for sure. So, I uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I've, sur- I've survived it. Yeah, do, you any, like, yeah, do you have any, like co- – I don't coworkers, but, like, just friends in the industry who've – I know that was like Shane Gillis got probably the brunt of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean there's guys I worked with that are on that that uh they can't work right now, so I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know if it, I thought it would kind of blow over, but even talking to the owner of the comedy club here, she's like, We have a she talks to a bunch of the other comedy club owners, they're like, Yeah, we have this do not book list and I was like, Oh shit, that's that's bad Jeez. for these dudes, but yeah, it's, it's mostly all the dudes that got in trouble with the, the Me Too stuff, but I don't know how they're going to get out of these holes. Yeah, I feel like it's it's really hard to hold like a comedian saying right. like the Me Too yeah. thing. Like if there's something that happened that's an actual threat or, or something, you know, yeah. bad. Can't pull, your, can't pull your dick out. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like if like trying to shit on things that people who are trying to be funny are saying is like the dumbest thing to me. And it's, it's just gotten like shittier and shittier. Hopefully like that changes at some point, but. uh, I think it is, but like you said, it's just not fair. Like we're just doing a podcast that'll go out to people for free. We're just trying to be funny. So what if I say something now, I just trying to entertain. And then you're telling me five years down the road, people are going to be like, Oh, Brent had one of those D hats on. How? Why would he do that? And I was like, at the time, I thought it looked cool, and I just, I thought I was being. It's just that's the stuff I really hate. Is like when they come after like Jimmy Kimmel or something for what he did on the Man Show, or like, <laughs> like, or like, it's just like you can't. In that moment, we were just trying to do our best to entertain. We had no idea 
10 years later that it's going to offend people. So you, there's no way for you to know that kissing John Elway would give him COVID. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah right. I should probably it's... never said that. Now I can't be president. <laughs> or maybe I can. I don't know. <laughs> 10 years ago, I would have said I'll never kiss John Elway. And people would be like, I can't believe Brant's a homophobic. He wouldn't kiss John Elway in 1997 after the Super Bowl. What's wrong with him? He canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I still would have done it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, uh, I think we can all say that. I don't know if he would have, but <laughs> one. I think it, I think it's coming back though. Luckily, I think uh, you know it got too far. I don't know if there's too far as a comedian. I, I don't think there's ever too far. But if I'm just being honest, for people watching, I think it got to like a ten percent where people are saying crazy stuff. People are like that's way too much. But then they brought it down to like one percent, and then people are like, well, wait a minute, we we still want a little bit in the middle, but you can't worry about it. You just gotta, I, I, I'm not worried about it. I, I just say it and well, whatever the saying is, ask for uh, forgiveness later yeah. or whatever. I don't care. It's hard because usually when you think of something that's really biting and really funny, that's the one you get the most nervous to, to say, or like for us mm. to put in an episode, like I'll always, what I do now is I, I check with Will. <laughs> like like is is this gonna is this is this gonna come off wrong and if he's like no it's funny if he hesitates with like uh hmm or whatever i'm like okay i'm just gonna step back from that yeah see i need a will i just roll solo it gets me in trouble yeah you need a smarter writer working with you (laughs) yeah 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 go ahead now i mean like i have i have a joke now that some people don't like but then it's like but then if 95 percent of people like it i mean i can't i just don't i just let it go i had a little apprehension coming out of this because i say i say the word retard in the joke and they of course especially in denver it's like whoa but then by the end they're on board but sometimes they just check out i'm like if you just let me play it out then you'll understand where i'm going but what, what i hate is like or you could like you could not like it that's fine but just wait till the end to not like it. I don't want you to, you know, it's like you go to a restaurant and you have one bite of appetizer and be like, this restaurant's the worst ever. Like just, if you can write your bad Yelp review, but have the whole meal and do everything before you decide. So, yeah, yeah but you know, we're lucky here in Denver that Wendy, the owner of Comedy Works, she has our back and she lets us take chances and do, you know, she, there's some clubs that are, you know, care more about their Yelp reviews than their comedians. And that's, that, that's bad for us because, as you guys know, people are going to complain about everything, no yeah. matter what I do. So if, if, as long as you understand that, but it's coming back around. Yeah. We, like I have two YouTube channels and the, this, the podcasts air on my, my second channel. That's like just about Broncos is just for Broncos fans. And like, I pushed like a bunch of people that are like, these are the people who are most into watching this shit. And some people go there just to dislike the video as soon as it goes up. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to try harder to dislike these videos than the regular ones. So yeah, people well, are going to shit on it no matter like what you do. You know, it's funny that was, we brought up Lance earlier. Lance used to do that. So when I live with Lance in, in LA, sometimes we'd just be sitting around a bunch of people be over and that fuckhead would put my YouTube video one of my youtube videos on one of the big screen tvs we had but then just start going through the comments and i was like oh my god this is like my nightmare like i'll never read comments ever 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 and he would just and the people would just laugh and then people would make fun of me and call me fat and say i look like 
Ben Roethlisberger with Down syndrome. And the people, I was like, man, <laughs> shut this shit off. But yeah, the, the people on YouTube, they love to, I, I can't imagine. Like, it's probably people that, like you said, it's all Broncos and they come there and they complain like, why are you talking about the Broncos? It's like, that's what this channel is. Yeah. I told you exactly what you were getting here. Yeah. Yeah. You have to steer completely clear of the comments. I, uh, I learned that when someone tried to diagnose me with autism on one yeah. of the podcasts. So it's just they're, like, ah. they're ruthless. I never look, never, ever. <laughs> that's ever. It. Yeah. It's good advice. Uh, mm-hmm. With, with the Broncos playing Atlanta this weekend, a team I feel similar to the Broncos in that their offense has a ton of talent, but week after week, you don't know if the Falcons are going to win. And more often than not, they lose. They've won a couple recently. Uh, how do you feel about the Broncos this weekend? You know, this is a – I have lost so much money on this Atlanta team because I see all the weapons they have, and I always think – I just can't – I'm like, okay, this is the week they turn around. Okay, they got the new coach, they turn around. And they never turn it around. But then you see – I mean, they. I don't know what it was last week. They just had a couple videos about NFL players talking about Julio, that Julio Jones may be the best receiver of all time. And then I have Ridley on my team. And, like, to me, honestly, I hate to say it, but I think it's a bad – I think it's going to be a bad week. But I think that every week that Atlanta's going to turn it around. So if, we have, if we've learned anything from last week, it, maybe it will be the same. We're, we're now a fourth-quarter team. Atlanta's not a fourth-quarter team. Maybe Atlanta will get a, a big lead, and we can do what we did last week. But That's a decent prediction. Like, Drew Locke is like Tim Tebow, but he can throw in the fourth quarter, too. That's so, you know, he can so only throw. Know. He can't run. Yeah. I, start, I felt a little Tebow-ish that last – about mid-fourth quarter, I was like, this feels like T- – I think they might have said something, or someone on Twitter did, and I was like, oh, yeah, this brings back the good Tebow memories. Yeah. Except you, They're with both. Tebow, you started to expect something miraculous to happen every, every fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, like I, a, didn't, I, I wasn't expecting it this week. I was so mad at the first three. Oh, no. I don't think but anybody I, saw that coming. Because when we were playing that bad in the first three quarters, I went through the schedule. I was like, we're not going to win another game. I was like, we'll be, we'll be underdogs in every single game. If we would have lost that game the way we were playing, and I still think we have a tough road, but I don't – I mean – and then part of me is like, do we want to lose and get a higher draft pick? Or do we want to fall in that? Would we rather be one through eight or would we rather be eight through 16? I mean, Von Miller, when we had one bad season, at least we got Von Miller out of it. So sometimes I try not to, I try to be rational for the future, but yeah. we're just spoiled as Bronco fans. We had it so good forever. So when my Chiefs fans and other people are like, man, you're a whiny bitch. I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I kind of am. It's a, we're allowed to have a couple bad seasons. But I don't know. I still think – I just don't like the play call. And the defense has been playing so good. But I, I don't know. I think this is a tough one. I know West Coast teams going – because I'm sure it's the early start. I know when West Coast teams go yeah. to the East Coast for early starts is always bad. So, I mean, I'll always be rooting for the Broncos. But – if I had to bet, I don't. I think this might be a tough week for us. Yeah, it's an early game for them, and then they got the Raiders, the Dolphins, Saints, Chiefs, Panthers, Bills, Chargers, Raiders. Yeah, they they've got a couple winnable games in there, especially if they keep playing well. I just want to see them to put like a, a full game together. Like I want to see yeah. the offense be good mm-hmm. on the first drive, 
And then also in the second quarter a little bit, and then the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't and, know if Drew's still hurt, though. Do you think Drew's hurt a little bit, or he just – Maybe, but, like, when uh, that first game back, he was dropping some dimes, and they just yeah. were being – they were dropped. Like, if he looked yeah. really bad in terms of throwing on his first game back, maybe I would think that. But uh, I know if I was Drew, I would be using that as an excuse for sure. Yeah. My <laughs> shoulder fucking hurts, guys. I do it on stage yeah. all the time when a joke doesn't like, oh, <laughs> oh. like clavicle. Playing hurt. Yeah. Well, I think – Ben Roethlisberger. It's the Roethlisberger approach, yeah. right? Yeah. I think Noah's – I think Noah Fant's – obviously his go-to guy and I think he's hurt he he feels like he's moving at like a seven eight out of ten and then I mean uh-huh. it's not fair all the injuries to be so hard again I have to you know remember how spoiled we are and be like this isn't we we've gone through we've had so many injuries but yeah I don't know man the offense <laughs> I expected more out of Judy honestly even though I think by the end he'll be one of my all-time favorite Broncos but I thought he'd have a little more of an impact early but yeah I think that's hard when you're going through three different quarterbacks yeah the receiver so much is he had those two bad drops week one but it's it's like you your success is predicated on your quarterback delivering and you know like a rookie running back usually you know assuming your line's decent it's really up to you to to make plays just get the ball and go right wide receivers little trickier but yeah will and i really like jerry judy it, it just seems like we were so excited about all of the weapons on offense yeah. and it's just the injuries have made them you forget about them and then last week fourth quarter you kind of start to see maybe what the potential is so who knows well that's the thing i love Lindsay, and you know what i was and i didn't want to jinx it but i was like if gordon fumbles on one of these last drives in the fourth quarter I was like, he might just have to leave town. (laughs) Lindsey plays so hard and everybody, all of us Bronco fans love Lindsey, but I was like, if we're moving and making this comeback and a couple times, I was like, do not fumble, Gordon. The Bronco Twitter will lose their mind. Yeah. Instead, he he makes a one-handed grab and gets the first down. Yeah. Then he he bailed him out. Like I said, I had to – at that point, I had realized I better shut up on Twitter because I look like a real – and everyone <laughs> – oh, yeah. I got a bunch of people like bad take exposed because I was so mad at like second quarter. I was like, I wait all week for these games and this is – Yeah. <laughs> this is what is happening. And then by the end, I was so embarrassed that I didn't even get to enjoy uh, <laughs> the comeback because I was so embarrassed by all the whining I was doing on the internet. So I've learned my lesson. I'm going to be a lot quieter this week no right. matter what. <laughs> On the on the topic of like kind of us all being spoiled, which I agree with, but uh, it seems like a lot of the players, like and Drew Locke included, took offense to all the booing for through the through the first three quarters um, up until the point where they're down twenty four to three. Do you think it's like fair to boo your team at that point yeah. in the season? Yes, a hundred percent. It's easy in hindsight. They did turn it around, and we all, you know, had to apologize. But they were awful in the first half. It was awful product. Like, I don't I, – I have no problem. Bronco fans rarely boo, but I tweeted something. I was like, if that stadium was full, you at halftime, you would have heard the boos in Wyoming. I said it would yeah. have been so – it would have been so loud. And I think, you know, I think it's okay to boo. I think we're – I think the Bronco fans are very knowledgeable, and I think that was one of the worst first halves. I mean, it was just the, – the play calling, and it, it just – 
was awful. So I don't. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, they, they, you get. We'll we'll say it like this: Bronco fans are smart enough to boo strategically to help the team. Yeah, yeah. If that's how you do it, then it's actually an yeah. advantage. And you're right; they're they're lucky that the stadium had very limited capacity because you the booze might have been too easy. powerful to overcome. Because yeah. I don't remember. I mean, in all the years as a Bronco fan, there was I went to one game I think two or three years ago when they played the Giants and they just laid an egg that. I think we booed a little yeah. bit, but I, I don't remember over the years ever booing. So I think, you know, we're not Philly or just, you know, I, I think we're knowledgeable fans. And I think once in a while, you know, maybe we got to let them know, hey, that was that was not a good product that they gave I us. Mean, yeah, Philly was b- piping in pre-recorded boos yeah. for their own team. <laughs> like that's, the, that's probably the coolest thing that actually happened this season with the, <laughs> with the sound, but um, – I don't know. Yeah, Will, you know, the booze and the, the Vic Fangio, clearly he was punched in the face. I think we can all agree on that. Who it wasn't did? an accident. <laughs> Something clean. happened there. Yeah, you know, and, and just the thing I don't think is fair to the guys, is I, I had really high hopes for this season. So it, it's just that's what's made it a little more frustrating. I yeah. was really excited about this team. And like you said, all the weapons and – that's what I think I've tried to tailor my frustration. But, man, I was so – I mean, I was counting down the days. I was so excited, just hoping somehow I could get in the stadium to watch a game. And now, you know, it's been – Vaughn getting hurt the day before the season start was just the start of just – That was the omen. That yeah, was, was the just, omen. Yeah, just such bad luck. So I, And just to go back for a second, I don't think asking a stand-up comedian if being booed is is fair <laughs> is 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 the right metric to gauge. I think that's, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> like that, the hecklers you probably had to deal with, you would take a crowd of people just saying the yeah. word boo. <laughs> yeah, boo's all right. But you know what? The times I have got booed, they were right, and then I did better. So I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I had to get better after that. So yeah, it was like you know what? I I could have just been like, that's not fair. They booed me, or I could have been like, you know what? That was pretty shitty. I better have a better fourth quarter or quit. And yeah. then I just luckily had a better fourth quarter. So I'm not saying we need to do it all the time, but maybe it, it, <laughs> it worked out all right. And the Chargers just being the Chargers helped too. Yeah, that always helps. So you're you're gonna take? You think Atlanta's gonna win this one? Yeah, I think I think I mean I don't know what this I think the spread's like five, but I think I think it's just a hard I don't know if we're gonna I don't know if we're that good a road team really. I think that's gonna be I think like you said, there's a couple games we can win at home, but we have a pretty tough schedule and I I just think I just know from my gambling days when West Coast teams go across the country for those early uh early East Coast starts are tough. That's what scares me about the Miami game too, is like I mean, even though Miami played better this last week obviously on defense but I, I think it's just a just some tough some of those tough cross-country road games are going to be tough for us I don't get why it feels like it should be a rule that any team like I don't know west of the Mississippi should have to play in the afternoon slot if they're going to the yeah. east coast I've never understood that yeah I would be fine with having a few more late games anyway Every yeah. Sunday oh, at like yeah. nine and like two or three. I'm like, just let's just, why don't we just even them out? Give us more Tuesday games. I actually like the COVID Tuesday games, a double <laughs> Monday night. I mean, my yeah, the Tuesday games have been nice. 
my girlfriend's like, football again? I go, just co. I don't, I don't make the rules. I mean, I'm just trying to keep these guys healthy, but it's Tuesday night. We can't leave. We got, we got Jaguar Bucks or something. And she's like, what? It's like, just, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll talk to you in a couple hours. It's like, but yeah, I got I got you. Broncos. Oh, nice. Vintage Broncos Zuba pants. Oh, yeah. $15 oh, Facebook Marketplace. Oh, cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> Those are your That's Sunday so lounging pants. pants? My girlfriend's like, where are we going? I was like, we had to go to some church in the middle of Aurora at 8 o'clock at night. I was like, I got to get these before they're gone. <laughs> one of these, I was six years old. She, then she saw them. She's like, well, don't wear them around me. I was like, All right, whatever. But I was so happy to get those. That was my big Bronco purchase this week. Nice. Uh, so, so you don't actually use Craigslist when you when you really no. need something. <laughs> I know. I know already how crazy it is on there. I never. I don't want to ever meet up with any of those people in real life. But the Facebook Marketplace works much better. During COVID, it's usually just drop it off in the mailbox and whatever you buy. Because I try. I bought a. I can't show it to you guys, but I have a Bronco. <laughs> I guess I could show it to you guys. I drove all the way to Fort Collins to get this for five dollars because i wanted it so bad this john elway light switch i had to have it see i got all kinds of broncos yeah that's Here's awesome autograph. this is the coolest thing brandon marshall gave me an autographed jersey i got oh, a nice. new, uh i did one of his uh oh here's a piece of mile high stadium from the last game i tore out my seat Oh, nice. Well, any, I mean, I'm the real – I'm old. Yeah. I'm like you guys diehard, diehard Bronco fans, but – Was that, a, that? Was yeah. that a Las Vegas thing with Brandon Marshall? No, it was out here. So, I connected with him. I did a couple of charity shows out here with him, and he was just a, a super cool dude. And then he uh, – and he was like, if you do, I'll give you an autographed jersey. And I was like – I just thought it would be an autograph, a regular jersey. But it's like a game-worn jersey that I – had Damn. to go through the end because there's uh, yellow paint on on the shoulder, and then I searched and searched and figured out it was a Redskins game. We I, we got beat twenty one nothing. It was an awful game, but I figured out exactly what game he wore in and stuff. So it was a really cool surprise because I thought he was just going to give me a a regular autographed jersey, but to have a game worn one was really was really cool of him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I like how you traced it. To, did you find the exact play? He scuffed it up. No, but I I I, I looked. Watch the all twenty-two to figure out exactly the quarter, exact moment. Thousands was rolling okay, left. You know what? I, I I got plenty of free time. Maybe that's what I'll do this week. <laughs> find Brandon Marshall, tackling uh, whoever was on the uh, Alex Smith or whoever it was at the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know who it was probably back then. That's yeah. That's like the most extreme level of contact tracing there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah All righty. I, uh, I think that's good for a podcast. We good? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really right, good boys. at ending these things, you know. <laughs> yeah, on a, yeah. A All right, we're done now. You guys <laughs> yeah. done? You done with this shit? Yeah, well, can we baby can fucking go get lunch? Right now or? What's that? Is the baby behind you sleeping or no? Oh, no. We we took the baby in for her first shots today, so that was traumatic. How'd that go? Got to, got to watch the pain, the oh. worst pain my daughter has ever felt, light up on her face and start screaming <laughs> as I protected her for her future. Did you, did you have to be in there or no? No, you didn't have to, uh, but I definitely wanted to like be there for her. And my wife was really scared 
she uh-huh. looked away so i had to be like the strong man to be like it's okay and just like oh yeah we were we watch uh you know only pro football and 90 day fiance and they were doing the uh they were doing the dick cut thing the other day and that baby just screamed and screamed and i was like i can't imagine how hard it is when you know you have to do something for your kid but to see him cry like yeah i'm sure it was like tough but you're like no we have to do this but oh yeah it was quick she was uh i mean it was like the the loudest scream we've heard but uh, okay. she's fine now everybody you know you got to do it yeah you got to do yeah, it but when you when you're the parent and you're a first-time parent you're like oh. yeah i can't imagine <laughs> hopefully yeah. hopefully it was just quick yeah it was quick the nurse was good uh you can follow brant on twitter at brant tobler uh stand up your website you tell people to go to your website yeah you can go to the website my youtube channel has a bunch of videos and stuff cool so yeah you can watch it there whatever come to a show eventually <laughs> definitely come to a show go to a show when we can go to shows again and uh will and i will be back uh what sunday recapping the game we'll have predictions up saturday that's sure it. why not and your podcast is the 31 with brant yeah. tobler 31 brant tobler i do one with my girlfriend uh called dead to us i do i do a one called the 31 where i interview comedians and people and then uh, craigslist chaos is uh everyone's current favorite because it is chaos. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, I really, I do like those uh, interviews. I listened to the one with uh, Mark Norman. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comedic interviews are good. It's, I just haven't done any for a while because most comics are, they don't want to do anything. So I gave it a little break, and now I just call random people on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, check it out if you get a chance. All right, thanks, Brent. All right, go Broncos. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Football is in full swing, like golf, but way better. And the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now, because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's right, you bet they cover with risk-free Sunday betting. This weekend, Denver is taking on Hotlanta in a clash of two high-flying offenses. (laughs) I can't even say it. So get in on all the action now. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds, boosts, every Sunday to help you make it rain. DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code RAINBOW when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right, you bet, and they cover up to $100 hundred dollars when you use the promo code rainbow during sign up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be twenty one years or older, Colorado only, risk free coverage paid out in site credits. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero.